Welcome back and happy Valentine's Day to you. I'm here to prove to you this morning, or rather, I'm here to prove to my wife that Pastor Gary can actually make a decent point in a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're all going, yeah, right, Pastor Gary, we stand with your wife. One, because we like her more, and two, we know that she's usually always right. Well, you are probably picking the right side in this. However, today, I'm going to prove to you, now that I've taken 40 seconds to tell you this, I am able to speak in a short period of time and make a really good point. And today is Valentine's Day. Now, i got to show you something today. And this, this little Snoopy figurine says, sometimes you just have to improvise, okay? Sometimes you just have to improvise. And if you don't know anything about music, uh, he's playing a saxophone, which is pretty kind of common for jazz music. And when you're playing jazz music, jazz is one of those musical styles that has a lot of improvisation into it. And, you know, I think the saxophone, if I'm allowed to say this in church, uh, it's not my favorite instrument, but in the right time, in the right way, I think the saxophone can be kind of sexy. I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but like when you're with your wife, get the saxophone on, the nice jazz, I think it sets a mood. And I think if you're married, you know exactly what kind of mood you're trying to set. Now, we'll leave it at that, but uh, sometimes you just have to improvise. And so for those of you today who have forgotten that today is Valentine's Day, now is your chance to improvise. Uh, come up with something creative. Oh, I didn't get you a card, honey, so I made you one. Or, uh, and then you could come up with some great excuse, right? Like, oh, uh, you know, making a card is just so much better than buying one. Meanwhile, you know, you're just Googling cheesy Hallmark cards right now as I speak, hoping, you know, that your wife will be able to uh, be happy with what you give her. Anyways. We could go into all those funny stories in a minute, but sometimes you just have to improvise. And if there's ever been a season in my life that this generation has had to experience, the last 12 months have been a year or 11 months really, has been a last 11 months of improvisation. <laughs> We've had to uh, do things we've never done before, do things in a way we don't like to do them, we had to do things differently, uh, all these kinds of things. But uh, let me just share a few minutes this morning with you about love, about marriage, about relationships. And there are certainly moments in our relationships where we have to improvise. But I would encourage us, let's move from winging it and just hoping we get by to actually being strategic, to planning, and to plan to be successful in our relationships. And to plan to be successful in our relationships, we have to come back to the very purpose and nature of what a relationship between a husband and wife should look like. Now, we can disagree this morning. We can have a different point of view, uh, and I'm okay with that. Uh, we can further those discussions, but let me share with you over these next literally, literally few moments this morning of how we can understand God's intention for marriage, understand God's design. Well, first of all, we have to understand that relationships were God's idea. First of all, we have to understand that relationships were not a human thing. And we'll get to that in just a second. But on this Valentine's Day, 
morning or February 14th, 2021. I I just would love to hear from you in the comments right now. And, and you don't have to share your whole story. But uh, if you are married, I want to know how many years have you been married? Now, if your spouse has passed away, go ahead and type in how many years you were married. And if you uh, would be so kind to share with us, that would be amazing. And we want to celebrate your relationships today. Whether you've been married for six months, a year, 20 years, 11 years, 100, well, I don't know if you're 100 years, that's really impressive, just the fact that you'd be alive. But if you've been married for 75 years or close to it, uh, we want to celebrate your marriage today. And we want to celebrate what God has done with you in this season. I'm not sure if you know this, but sometimes people's plans get in the way of God's plans. Did you know that? Sometimes people's plans get in the way of God's plans. Have you ever had a plan disrupted? Um, I, I could think of probably a number of you uh, married folk. You know when you and your wife make a plan. Or maybe husbands, let's do it this way. Maybe our wife makes a plan, but we have different ideas. You know, maybe she's booked some nice getaway for the two of you. And all you want to do is, uh, you know, go fishing with your buddies that weekend. Or go hunting that weekend. Or uh, maybe there's the big game on, right? Like last Sunday was Super Bowl and maybe your wife was like, I'm working next weekend, so we're going to do Valentine's Day on this day. And you're like, but it's Super Bowl Sunday, honey. What are we supposed to do? And we disrupt each other's plans. And then what happens when there's a disruption? There's usually some form of conflict. Now, if you've been married a long time, let me know your tips of how you've learned to resolve the conflict. And sometimes the conflict is easy, easily resolved by these two words. Yes, honey. Okay, dear. Uh, and then three words are from classic, uh, classic love tale, Princess and the Bride, as you wish. Now, we can get into the mechanics of how a good, healthy relationship works back and forth. But let's go back to the beginning today to understand God's design for marriage. And so... Let's go back to the design before men interrupted God's plans. Uh, because just as much as God, or his plans are interrupted by us as humans, he also uses us to fulfill his plans in the future and course correct his plans. Um, have you ever heard of St. Valentine? Maybe you've heard the tales. Maybe you've heard the legend. Maybe you've heard it before. St. Valentine, as the legend goes... He lived under the rule of a Roman emperor by the name of Claudius II. Now, Claudius II was trying to build up the Roman Empire and build up the Roman army. And so he was recruiting young men to his army to fight on his behalf. Now, Claudius II, he was not a Christian. He was not a man of faith. In fact, he would persecute Christians and he would do what he could to sort of deter and quell the growth, the amazing, crazy expansion in the early years of of christianity so the year is about 269 ish a.d so after christ was born and this man saint valentine he sees uh that he there is incredible needs among people among christians in particular and not only is he a priest not only is he celibate but he's also a doctor a physician and so he has a desire to see people well 
but he also understands God's clear design for marriage. And Claudius goes, look, I don't want my young men in, our, in the Roman Empire to be getting married because I don't want them to be homesick for their wives. I don't want them to be homesick for their children or their families. I want their attention to be on my empire. Well, here is a disruption to God's plans. Because God tells us through Paul, who would live just a short time before this takes place, he said, look, I have created you to be married. I have created people to come together so that they could understand and experience the love of God and the love of family. And so here we see St. Valentine. He has this clear understanding and says, look, I'm going to marry people in secret. I'm going to marry them in a way that uh, they can then uh, understand this love that we can have and we can learn for one another. And so... He disrupts Claudius's plans as Claudius is trying to disrupt God's plans. And God uses this Saint Valentine to continue to fulfill and course correct his plans. Quick history of Valentine's Day. That's how the legend goes. There you have it. Um, but we know in the Bible, as we talk about today, there are different kinds of love. You know, there's love from God. We can talk about that. We sing about it already. There is uh, love from a parent to a child, which don't get in the way of Mama Bear because that is her child and that is her child. So do not get in the way. Uh, there is the love to one another, you know, kindness, generosity, brotherly love, the kind of love I hope you experience uh, when we can open the doors to the building and you can come on in and you can experience a handshake, a hug, those kinds of things, you know, good to see you. I love you, man. Those kinds of moments of brotherly love, all very important. And then we get to the romantic kind of love, the passionate kind of love, the kind of love that leads to closeness or intimacy, the kind of love that leads to more babies coming on the way. You, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm getting at. Different kinds of love. And we want to talk about that last one today, that intimacy, that closeness, that beautiful love between a husband and a wife. So where do we get this from? Well, Genesis 2, 24 says this. It says, therefore, a man should leave his father and his mother. And I like the way this is from the English Standard Version. It says, and hold fast to his wife and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. If you're watching today, can you go ahead and throw in the comments the words hold fast? Just go ahead and type them in. Hold fast. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife. And they shall become one flesh. All right, let's break down these words. I said I could do this quickly this morning. Not because I'm in a hurry. I gave myself a deadline. And I'm going to just share this real quick with you today. Let's look at this word, therefore. Jesus actually quotes this particular scripture in Matthew chapter 19. And he then repeats the words that were written in Genesis. Now, we could go into a biblical uh, exegesis and understand who wrote the book of Genesis, we can have that discussion another time. When it comes to this particular passage, though, of Genesis 2.24, we don't know who actually penned those words. Now, therefore. So we automatically, the biblical writers or readers of that time that Jesus is talking to, assume that these are actually the words of God himself. Now, we believe that the Bible is totally inspired, word of God, penned by human hands. Absolutely. 
But this particular passage is understood to be the direct words of God. And he says the word, therefore, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. Therefore indicates that these are the words of God. Now, look at the next words. Therefore, a man. Well, what's the difference between a man and a boy? Man, it's a sign of maturity. When should a boy get married? When he's no longer a boy and he becomes a man. Culturally, we interpret this a little bit different around the world and throughout generations. But we can get to that, that definition. When does a boy become a man? Uh, another time. But when do we know that, uh, that he's ready to get married? When he becomes a man. Leaves. Therefore, a man leaves. L-E-A-V-E-S. Not leaves. Leaf. But leaves his father and mother. This indicates that a transition has taken place. He's no longer his mother's or father's son. He is his own man. He is transitioning from living at home, being a part of this family, and he is moving to another part of his life. There is a transition that has taken place the moment that he gets married, that he holds fast to his wife, uh, becomes attached or holds fast. Uh, oh, let's go back. I missed. Mother and father. Therefore, a man leaves his mother and father. So he's not a boy. He's a man. He's uh, off to his father and his mother. It's clearly here that God shows us that father and mother show that this relationship between a father, a mother, and a son is God's design for family. It is God's design for family. It's a complete model. Now there's sons, there's daughters, there's sons, there's daughters, there's daughters, there's daughters, there's sons, all of these things, but mother, father, sons, daughters. It's a perfect model of God's perfect family. Now don't worry if that's not the model of your family. Not, not to worry, not to fear. We got hope for you today. But as we're talking about marriage today, this is what God had in mind. All right, now let's go to the hold fast. Now the NIV says attached, hold fast, similar definitions. But it indicates that a new family a new connection has taken place. A new organism has been birthed, has been born. So we've seen uh, a man becomes a boy. We've seen a transition take place as he leaves his perfect model that God creates to then start and hold fast to his wife to become and to create a new family, a new mold for people to believe in. They become to his wife, okay, attached to his wife. Man and a woman created equally to complement one another. So we could go back a few verses from Genesis chapter 2, and we go through the creation of Adam and Eve, and the creation of Eve, and God saw that Adam was alone in the garden, and Adam looked around, and there was no one like him. He saw the birds of the sky, he saw the animals on the ground, he saw the fish in the sea, but there was none of them where that were like him. And so God says to Adam, I'm going to make you a helper. And so he creates woman, out of man. That's why it's called woman. You can go and read that for yourself. He creates a man and he creates a woman. He creates them equally, just as important in God's eyes to complement one another. So he holds fast to his wife. God makes a man, God makes a woman, holds fast, stays attached, starts this new, beautiful, wonderful model of family. And this is where we have to land a little bit today. And the next two ones are probably some of the most important. They become. So we got therefore written by God. 
A man, no longer a boy. Father and mother, perfect model of family. Becomes attached or holds fast. Sign of commitment, a new organism, a new family has begun. His wife, God creates man and woman equally. Here we come. They become. Say they become. They become. It's a process of learning, leadership, and trust. They become. So it's not an instant they became. No, they become. Now instantly there is this this trust based on words, based on commitment. But over time that trust moves from words, it moves from signing a piece of paper to moving to a place of not only learning to trust and lead and, and leading one another, but it it is proven through action over time. It is proven through action, through process. If you are setting a goal this year, I think I shared this a few weeks ago, New Year's message, talking about Remain. We can set a goal, but if we want to reach that goal, we have to put processes in place. And this is what I talked about at the beginning of the message today, is that we don't want to just improvise our relationships. We want to be strategic with them. And so some of that, the first step, is to make the commitment, to write it down, to make a public declaration in front of a witness, in front of a, in front of a pastor, in front of a witness, in front of a church, in front of a family, right? The marriage ceremony. We take that first step of strategy saying, I am committing myself to this person. That's the first step. But it's years-long process of becoming one flesh. And that's the second word that we see here today. One flesh, deep intimacy between two people. You know, Jesus talks about this union in Matthew 19. He says that marriage is a union ordained by God. It's not just a human contract. It's not just written on a piece of paper. It is a holy union. And he says, let no one pull apart what God has ordained. Let no man pull apart what God himself has ordained. They become one flesh, the process of learning. You know, this year we're talking about remaining in, in God, remaining in Jesus, and he will remain in us. If you want to remain in Jesus, here's the challenge for today. It is really this simple. Remain in love with your spouse. Remain in love with Jesus today. And trust me when I tell you, if you remain in him, through the thick of times, the worst of times, through the best of times, Jesus will remain faithful in you, and he'll remain faithful in in your marriage. And now we could have a full-on discussion of what ifs. What if this? What if that? And we are here for you. As a pastor, as a church, we are here for you. Full of what ifs. But the union that God has created between a husband and wife, or the union that exists between a husband and wife, is ordained and brought together by God. So let no one come between you. Let nothing separate you from the love of one another. Remain in love. And if you're a husband and wife today, one of the best ways that you can remain in love is to remain in closeness physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually together. Read together, pray together, play together, have fun together, have fun together. You get the point. Let God bless your marriage. Remain in him and he will remain in you. God, today we say thank you for this beautiful gift of marriage. We pray that you would bring union of man and woman together, that you would help us celebrate, Lord, and remain faithful to you and remain faithful to one another. 
God, you are good. There is no one like you. And so we look to your example. Lord, we trust that you would be at the center of our relationships today. God, would you bless each and every one of us. And Lord, those who are still searching for that one person, Lord, searching for that one flesh that they could become one with, I pray that they would remain faithful to you first and foremost, and that we would put our trust in you and we would wait patiently. And those for us that you've called to be single, O oh God, we think of it as a blessing, as Paul says in Corinthians. God, we thank you for that blessing that you have given us as well. I just pray a blessing over each one now. In your holy name we pray. Amen. God bless you today.